Desperado Why don't you come to your senses You've been out riding fences For so long now Well, if you have not been here in the last couple of weeks, you may... Uh, may not know what's going on. And so we are in a new series of messages right now called Rock Theology. And what we're trying to do is take some old classic songs and dig some theology out of them. And um, I know that my daughter, and Janie came to the first service, I know that she would rather have a song by, let's see, i got to look up her name, Haley Steinfeld. You know the girl in the movie True Grit? Um, I, I don't know if y'all remember that. She has a song. She's actually a singer now, and so it's it's really hilarious for me to take Janie to football games and her friends, uh, Miss Mason. They'll get in my car and then they start singing this song. Have y'all heard this song? Love my love myself. Uh, I, I, if y'all haven't heard it, it's a pretty catchy little tune. Kendra, I think you can sing that next time we uh, we do this. But the lyrics say, "I love me, gonna love myself. No, I don't need anybody else." And so that is sort of a direct uh, opposite of the song that was just sung up here, "Desperado." And whenever I hear the song "Desperado," this is this is what I just automatically think of. I think it is a song about taking advantage of opportunities. You better take advantage of the opportunities that come your way because there's going to be a day, if you don't, when it's going to be too late. And so today that's really what our focus is going to be on. It's going to be on taking advantage of the opportunities that come our way and specifically taking advantage of the opportunities that God brings our way. Because here's, here's what I honestly believe, what I, what I know. I know that God desires, God longs for the best for his people. And so God doesn't desire for us to live in misery. God doesn't desire for us to live lives without hope. But God presents us with opportunities to relate to him, to know him, so that we can experience the fullness of life. And yet way too many times we try to grit life out all alone. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to, we're going to take a look at the story of a man in our text who was desperate and alone. He's a man that was living in affliction, and he finally came to a place in his life where he realized, you know what, when it comes down to it, I'm beginning to understand that in life, I need help. And I know for me, as I get older, one thing I'm, I'm becoming more and more aware of is I, I need help. I, I need help in this life. And that is where I hope that you come to today, that you would come to the place where you understand that you need help. And the neat thing to discover is that it's available for you. And it's available with a God who provides you with opportunities to know Him, to experience Him, and to be transformed by Him. So if you have your Bible, I'd like for you to look with me. In Luke chapter 18, we're going to look in verse number 35. And in this story, we are going to see a man who was in need of help, a man who had opportunities come his way, and he decided... I'm not going to wait until it's too late. I'm going to take advantage of the opportunities that God provides me. Now, just a little context or background information about this text is this is a story about, uh, about a man who lived in Jericho and Jesus happened to be passing through his town. Now, I mentioned last week that Jericho is about 30, it's about 35, 38 miles away from Jerusalem. It's down by the Dead Sea. It was the main travel route to be able to go to Jerusalem. So Jesus was passing through Jericho, going up to Jerusalem, where many people thought Jesus was heading there in order to proclaim himself the king of the Jews. 
Now, that's not what Jesus was doing. Jesus was actually going to Jerusalem in order to give his life as a sacrifice. But because people thought he was going there to be the next king, I mean, crowds flocked into Jericho because they wanted to see Jesus. And, and word, had, word had already spread about who Jesus was. I mean, Jesus was a great teacher. He was a guy that was known for performing miracles. He'd raise dead people back to life. I mean, y'all, that is, that is impressive. And so whenever you are doing things like that, as you can imagine, crowds are coming out. And especially people who are sick, who have ailments, they're finding out Jesus is coming into town, and here's what they're thinking. This is my chance. I mean, I am sick, I'm blind, I'm hurting, and this guy is rumored to be healing people. I want to get next to this guy. And that's what happened to the guy in our text. His name's Bartimaeus. He's a guy that was blind. Jesus was coming through, and he was saying, I will not miss my chance. And it's, it's my hope for you today that you will see that there is opportunity before you. And I hope that you will leave here today saying, you know what, I'm not going to miss my chance with what God can do in my life. So here's the question. How can I take advantage of the opportunities that God gives me? Well, let's look at Bartimaeus. Blind guy, what did he do to take advantage of the opportunities that God gave him? Well, we're just going to see a few things that he did, a few ways that he was able to take advantage of opportunities that came his way. And the first one is, is he kept his ears open. And uh, the, the same thing is true for us. If we're going to take advantage of opportunities, one thing that we have to do, and I guess uh, more succinctly, is we have to be people who listen, who are willing to listen, and to listen to what God says more specifically. Uh, let, let me share with you verses 35 through 37. It says, as he, and it's speaking of Jesus, as he drew near Jericho, a blind man, whose name was Bartimaeus, was sitting by the road begging, and hearing a crowd passing by, he, he inquired what this meant. He's like, there's this crowd here, so what's going on? They said, Jesus the Nazarene is passing by. So here's a man, he's, he's blind. And in biblical days, blindness was something that was fairly common, but blindness in this day was especially crippling. I mean, it's really not like anything that you could recover from. I mean, during this day, you know, they did not have, if you had vision problems, they did not have eye surgery. Uh, if you had vision problems, uh, you, you did, they didn't have glasses. Glasses had not been invented at this time. Uh, so whenever you were born with a sight problem, this was something very simply that you're going to have to live with for the rest of your life. It, it was such a severe handicap that, I mean, you couldn't get a job. The only way to make a living as a blind person is to beg. And if you're going to beg, one thing that you want to do is you want to get around people that have money. Now, what I see in this story is Bartimaeus is a pretty smart guy. I mean, it's not going to do you any good to go beg where there's like three people. Uh, Bartimaeus, it's basically, it's not, he, was, he was trying to figure out where the crowd was. And that's what beggars would do. Good beggars would go where there were crowds of people, because crowds of people, of course, means a lot of people. The more people than it means, it means there's going to be more money that's there. And so that's why you find a blind guy sitting amongst a crowd of people. And he was sitting in the spot where a crowd of people were, and then he's asking the question, hey, why are there so many people here? Well, what's going on? And they told him. They said, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. 
And that got his attention. He was listening to what was going on. And when he heard that Jesus was coming through, it got his attention because he knew about Jesus. I mean, Jesus is, y'all, at this time, Jesus is well known. He's popular. He heals people. And so when Bartimaeus heard about this, here's, has to be going through his mind. This is my chance. Don't know if it's going to work or not, but man, what do I got to lose? I mean, Jesus is passing right by me, and so I am going to take advantage of this opportunity. But he knew of this opportunity, first of all, because he was listening to what was going on around him. If Bartimaeus had not been listening, then Jesus could have walked right by him, and he would have never known about it. But he was listening. Now, I'm sure that over the years, that Bartimaeus was a man who looked for help in so many ways. He looked for somebody to change his life. But right here, we see that finally the opportunity comes up. Now, here's what I know. I know that there are many of us, especially as we live in the South, we we, we are fairly familiar. Most people are at least familiar with Jesus. We're familiar with what, what he's proposed to have done. And yet there are so many people who who are able to come and they're able to hear the stories about Jesus, and yet they never really do anything with it. And we just sort of let the story sort of pass by us, and we we don't listen to what God has to say, and we don't know what the remedy he has for us in life. And so many of us end up like Bartimaeus, people who are without sight, and we are begging for the crumbs of life. When God says, I can, I can restore you. God says, I have a full course meal for you. But the problem is so many of us are not willing to hear and to listen to what God has to say to us. You know, listening is, listening is so primary to just about everything we do in life, right? I mean, guys, in, in your marriages, wouldn't you say that your marriages could, could probably be a little bit better if you listened better. Now, I know that, that I, I'm a guy. I know that there are times whenever I think that it's really not my fault, but it's my, that it's my wife's fault when I don't hear. But if just being honest with you, that is not it. I mean, like, you know, if she's telling me things during the Carolina football game, as we saw Carolina display incredible power yesterday, destroying Vanderbilt, uh, if she tells me anything as I'm watching that game, I have a choice to make. Am I going to listen to what she's saying, or am I going to listen to the game. Now, unfortunately, there are too many times when I'm listening to the game and not listening to her. But listening is primary in everything in life. Uh, there was a guy named Jed Harris who was the producer of the play on Broadway, Our Town. And uh, there was a, after he'd been producing the play for a while, he thought he was having hearing problems. And so he went to a doctor. And he had some tests done on his ears. And the doctor said, why don't you, why don't you come into my office? I'd like to talk to you. And so they sat down and, he, and this is back in like the 1950s, and he had his watch on. He said, uh, Mr. Harris, can you hear the second hand on my watch ticking? And he said, yeah, I can. And so he stood up and he walked over to the door. He said, can you hear it now? And he said, I, I can. And he walked outside the room. He said, can you hear the second hand on my watch ticking? I, you know, I don't know what kind of watch this guy was wearing. But he said, I can. I can hear it. And so he came back in and he sat down next to Mr. Harris. And he said, Mr. Harris, let me tell you something. He said, uh, you're not losing your hearing. He said, you just don't listen. Now, guys, there, there are a lot of us who are just like that. You know, we, we are going through life, and the fact of the matter, when it comes to our relationship with God and what he says, it's not that God doesn't speak. 
And we're not listening. Yeah, I know it's real easy for me to get busy, caught up in doing what I want to do, caught up in living like I want to live, caught up in griping and complaining about just the... I, y'all, I can complain about anything to, but the best of y'all. And I can complain so much that there comes a point where I just, I don't hear anybody else's voice. And so my question for you as it is for me is, are you, are you listening Now, Bartimaeus was able to take advantage of the opportunity that came his way because it started with this. He listened to what was going on around him, and he found out, he heard that Jesus was passing him by. And when he heard Jesus was coming by, he said, I'm going to to take advantage of this opportunity because I know he's the only one who can change and transform my life. Here's what I know. Those who listen are those who make the greatest gains in life. Now look at Bartimaeus. How was he able to take advantage of his opportunities? It started with him listening. He kept his ears open. Okay, that's my encouragement for you. Listen. Listen to what God says to you. But then here's the second thing. The second way to take advantage of the opportunities that come your way, and this is a simple one, it's seek the one who can restore you. Seek after the one who can restore you. You know, if you are struggling and you are having difficulties, then you want to go to the one who has a remedy for the problems that you're facing in life. That's what Bartimaeus did. If you look in verse number 38, it says, And so he called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then those in front told him to keep quiet, but he kept crying out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. All right, now when Jesus was passing by, what was Bartimaeus' reaction? Y'all, what did he do? Y'all, the first point was listening. What 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 did Bartimaeus do when Jesus came by? What did he do in those two verses I just read? He called out to him. He he starts screaming out to, to Jesus. He said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Why? He called out to him because this was his chance. He called out to him because he knew Jesus was one who was purported to give people sight. He said, I am not going to miss out on this opportunity. I'm going to call out to Jesus. Now, when I look at that text, here's what I notice. He did not start shouting out, Billy! You know, David! Called out to Jesus. Now, why did he call out to Jesus? Because, because it is only Jesus, it was only Jesus who could transform and change his life. Now, here's my question for you. In your life, who are you calling out to? As you go through life, who is it that you're calling out to? Whenever you're looking for, 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 for fulfillment in life, and you're looking for, for mercy in life, and you're looking for restoration in your life, who are you calling out to? When, when, you are, when you are struggling in relationships, when you're having difficulty at work, who is it that you are seeking out, that you are calling out to for rescue in your life, for direction in your life? Now my guess is that there's a lot of us that are calling out to a whole lot of things, a whole lot of other people, but I know that there's only one that can do anything about it. And it's Jesus. 
Yeah, that's why, that's why I'm, I, I mean, Chris, I love the story of Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus is a guy that knows this is my chance and I'm not going to squander my time. Because guys, here's the deal. We don't live forever. And so when opportunities come your way, and especially opportunities with God come your way, you want to take advantage of those opportunities. And that is exactly what Bartimaeus did. Now, as I said before, being sightless in biblical days, I mean, it was just like a prison sentence. I mean, you, you couldn't get a job. Now, not only that, it, it was, you couldn't have a family. If you're a blind person and you're a male, no, no woman is going to want to marry you. And it's, it's just a very simple reason. It's not because they're not nice. I mean, you just you couldn't support a family. There's nothing that you could do in order to take care of a family. And so, so you were just, you know, you're out of luck. I mean, there's nobody that was going to want to be near you. And I, I would guess Bartimaeus had tried just about every solution to make his life better. You know, I would think that he was a guy that went to every doctor he could think of. Hey, do you have any special ointment for my eyes? Anything that you can rub on my eyes to make me be able to see? And I'm sure every quack doctor got their share of money out of Bartimaeus and his family, but nothing worked. Uh, probably he even went to religious people. Well, my guess is that he went to some religious people who said, yeah, we can, we can change your life. And, you know, for a fee, you know, just let us touch you. Let us pray over you. And, and, and it might have made him feel good for a little bit. But guess what? At the end of the day, he was a man who was still blind. And some of you may know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, you might have tried a lot of different things in your own life to make yourself feel better. You might say, if I just, if I just get a little bit more, things are going to get better. You know, if I just, if I just move from this relationship, get out of this one and try another one, then things will be better. And, and those things can, can, you know, can bring a little bit of change into your life for a while, but in the end, here's what I know. Y'all, it doesn't satisfy. We're still left empty. And so what I see here is Bartimaeus saying, I'm tired of this. I'm going to go to the one who can change me. I'm going to go to the one who can restore me. So he sought out Jesus. But here's what's interesting. As he sought out Jesus, if you look in, let's see, if you look in verse number 38, he begins to call out to Jesus, and the crowd stands in his way. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. crowd turns around and says, shut up. Isn't that weird? It's a blind guy. He's calling out to Jesus. Why would we tell him to be quiet? You know, in, in your own life, if you, and this is just honest truth, if you say you're going to seek after Jesus, I mean, I promise you, there's going to be obstacles there. It is becoming less and less popular today to follow after Jesus. There will be, there will be crowds that will stand in our way if we say we will be serious about what God says and we will trust his word and we will follow him. Crowds will stand in your way. Now, now, why is that? I think ultimately it comes down to this. There is, there, is, there is Satan, and he is real. There is spiritual warfare that goes on. But if you decide you're going to seek after Jesus, you will face obstacles. But here's what I do know as well. If you're going to seek after Jesus and call out to him, I promise you, it is worth all the trouble. Because he's the only one that can change your life. He's the only one that can make a difference in who you are. Now, it's going to take courage for you to seek after Jesus, but if you seek after him... He can bring change in your life. So as I look at Bartimaeus, he took advantage of his opportunities. He kept his ears open. He was listening. He was seeking after the one who could change his life. And then this is the last thing that I want you to see. final way to take advantage of our opportunities with God is this. Real, real simple. Tell Jesus what you need. If you want to take advantage of the opportunities that come your way with Jesus, 
Be very honest with God and just tell him what you need. These are my favorite verses of this whole story. It's verses 41 through 43. Here's Jesus. He, Bartimaeus is yelling out to him. So Jesus says, bring this guy over here. So they bring Bartimaeus over to him. And Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And Bartimaeus tells him, he says, Lord, I want to see. And then Jesus said, receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Instantly, he could see. And he began to follow him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, they gave praise to God. I, you know, I like this so much because Bartimaeus very clearly told Jesus what he needed. Now, there's a lot of different things that, that he could have said. I mean, he, he told him, he said, Lord, I want to see. I'm blind. I want you to see. Now, he could have told Jesus this. Think about all the problems he's got because he's blind. He could have said, Lord, let me tell you what I need. I need some money. I mean, he's in a crowd begging. For, I'm, I'm, he's got problems financially. I'm sure he could have said, Jesus, these people around me are a bunch of jerks. They told me to shut up. Why don't you deal with them? There's a lot of things that he could have said. But instead, Bartimaeus gets to the root of the issue, and he tells Jesus, you want to know, you want to know what I want? I want to be able to see. And he, and he told him that because of what Scripture says. Matthew 7, 7 through 8 is what Jesus said. Jesus said, ask, it will be given to you. Seek, and you'll find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Bartimaeus said, I'm going to knock on the door, and I'm going to take advantage of the opportunity. Jesus said, what is it that you need? And he said, I'm going to tell him, I need to see. I need to see. Here's, here's my, my question for you. What do you need? Now, I'm not asking you, what do you want? I mean, we all have a list. I'm sure we all have a big Christmas list of wants that we'd like to have. What do you need? You know, with God, what do you need? Because let me tell you something. God will meet your needs. But there are way too many of us who are going through life missing out because we are afraid or for some reason we haven't told God what we need. And whenever you don't tell God what you need, you guys, let me tell you something, there, there's a very, very good opportunity, a very good chance that you're going to miss out on your opportunity with God. Now, be honest with yourself. Whenever you ask yourself, what is it that I need? Be honest with yourself. What is it that you need? What is it that you really need in life? Well, a few things to do to help find that out. One, as we began, we talk about you want to keep your ears open. Listen to what God has to say. Listen to what he teaches us in Scripture. You know, what I've discovered as I look into the Scripture, I, I very quickly find out what I need in life. Here, here's what I discover when I read the Bible. You know what I discover when I read Scripture? I'm not as good as I think I am. When I, when I read Scripture, here's what I find out. I find I need, I need help. I am sinful, and I am separated from God. You know what I need? I need to be restored. I need to be reconciled to God. Because let me tell you something, without Him, I'm in trouble. What is it that you need? Listen, listen, keep your ears up, listen to what God says. You're going to find out a whole lot about yourself as you look into God's Word. 
Now, what is it that you need? Well, here's another encouragement for you. Seek after the one who can restore you. There is only one who can make your life right again. There is only one who can forgive. There is only one who can bring hope in this life. It is Jesus. And so if that's true, seek him. So how do I seek him? Well, this is a good place to be. It's a good place to start. Another thing is we have some different ministries here in our church, I'm sure in other places as well. A great place to seek Jesus is to, in, our, in our small group ministry, V group ministry. We gather together. We talk about what the Bible says, about how it applies to our lives. And then the last thing, be real honest with God. Tell Jesus what you need. What do you need? Tell, you, you need to be forgiven. Tell him. Say, Jesus, this is, where I, this is where I've sinned. Jesus, this is where I've struggled. God, this is where I need help in my life. And my encouragement for you is today for you to just simply, where you're seated, you can, you can get on your knees, whatever it might be, and call out to God and say, God, I have sinned against you. God, forgive me. God, bring restoration into my life. Jesus, I need you. See, whenever I look in the Scripture, some things I'm discovering more and more. Life's passing by. God knows it, but God gives us opportunity. Be a Bartimaeus. A man who was blind, but who took advantage of his opportunity. And when Jesus came by, he called out to Jesus, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And his life was forever changed. Let me tell you something. If that can happen to a blind guy, I promise you it can happen in your life. The God of yesterday is the God of today. And he is the God of tomorrow. Seeking. Desperado, why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for so long.